Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali and I, are both listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you, trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bible, feel free to read along. And if not, no problem. We'll try to put it all together for you. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. We are in Malachi chapter 3 today, and we are going to be looking at verse 10 through 16. Bring the full tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and thereby put me to the test, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour down for you a blessing until there is no more need, I will rebuke the devourer for you so that it will not destroy the fruits of your soil and your vine in the field shall not fall, excuse me, fail to bear, says the Lord of hosts. Then all nations will call you blessed, blessed, for you will be a land of delight, says the Lord of hosts. What's God talking about here? Well, God's saying, look, bring the full tithe into the storehouse. In other words, he's telling the people, Give with all your heart. Give generously. Put me to the test. God says, put me to the test. I can't wait to bless you. I can't wait to bless those who give generously with all their heart so that I can give generously to you with all that I have. So he's he and again McGee makes the point we're not under any of the old law to tithe anymore like in these days but this is God almost teaching the people how to give with their whole heart and he says put me to the test let me show you let me show you how much I want to give but he knows the hearts of the people and he knows that they were stingy and stubborn and jealous and selfish And he's trying to help them understand and learn how important it is to give. Verse 13, your words have been hard against me, says the Lord. Now he's God saying, you guys, you guys are giving me, you know, way too harsh a treatment here. And then God says, but you say, how have we spoken against you? Verse 14, you have said it. It is vain to serve the Lord. What profit of our keeping his charge or walking in mourning before the Lord of hosts? So in other words, God says, your words 
aren't even praising me. All they're doing is sarcastically asking questions. And, of course, the people sarcastically are saying, Well, we haven't said anything bad. How have we spoken against you? And God says, People are saying, Well, serving God doesn't really do anything. Or giving to God doesn't really do anything. Or what's the profit in this for us? All we're doing is, if we give to the Lord, we're just losing money. Or if we're walking in mourning, or if we're having to go through some religious festival or some custom, we're not seeing any any uh, any good thing out of it, you know. And God's saying, "I don't want your worthless worship or your ceremonies. I want your heart." Verse fifteen. And now we call the arrogant blessed. So arrogant people now, just because they go through a religious ceremony, we call these people blessed. Evildoers not only prosper, but they put God to the test and they escape. And that's the status sometimes of organized religion. Everybody's just in it for the circumstance and the and the ceremony to look good, but their heart's not in it. And they have evil in their hearts, but we call them blessed. Verse 16, Then those who feared the Lord spoke with one another. The Lord paid attention and heard them, and a book of remembrance was written before him of those who feared the Lord and esteemed his name. And so the point here that we're we're stopping today, God remembers. God remembers those who love him, those who fear Him, and those who exalt His name. That's what God wants us to do, to love Him so much that He can pour down His blessings on us. So, that's where we'll stop today. And now I'll turn the rest of the podcast over to my co-host in Zambia, Matali. Matali, I hope you're doing great in Zambia. God bless you all, and we'll see you next time. Hello, so today's teaching is coming from Malachi chapter 3, beginning at verse 9, all the way to verse 16. In our last study, we were dealing with the seven sarcastic questions or statements that these people in Malachi's time made to God's question. So God asked them the question, will a man rob God? That's in um, Malachi 3 verse 8 where it read, Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, In what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. So God asks the question, If a man would rob God? And the answer is yes, because God says, You robbed me. And they acted as if you know they were very surprised. And they asked how. You know, they asked, how have we robbed you? And God spelled it out for them. And he told them in tithes and offerings. So our reading is beginning at verse 9. And verse 9 is a continuation of um, this answer um, of that God gave them that they had robbed him. So verse 9 reads, you have cursed with, you have cursed with, with a curse, 
for you have robbed me, even the whole nation. Sorry, even this whole nation. Yeah. Sorry, let me just read that again. You have cursed with a curse and you have robbed me, even this whole nation. So that's God's answer. It's a continuation. So they had robbed God. And today we are not under, uh, that's one thing we should realize, that we're not under the law and the tithe is not required today. We are under grace um, and this is the age that we're living in. We're living in the age of grace and God wants us to give as we are able to give. And for some people, it will be less than the tithe. That's the 10%. And for others, it would be more than the tithe. So if a church or an individual is not giving God, uh, God has promised not to bless them at all. So if one um, is actually devoted to God, you know, um, an individual, God will bless them, you know, not necessarily with material things. We are told uh, that today we are blessed with spiritual uh, blessings in the heavenlies. So, um, you know, God will bless um, a devoted Christian in a gracious manner. God will bless those that are generous with him then god will also be generous towards them and this is the um this is just how it works this is the age of um grace that we're living in so one of the reasons that many bible churches you know um that were once uh flourishing and um growing you know they dry up it can be traced to the fact that people were not giving as they should unto god and god has promised us spiritual blessings in the heavenly if we open our hearts unto God. So God made good this in his people back in the time of Hezekiah. You know, there was a time of revival. And if we turn to the book of Second Chronicles 31 verse 10, it reads, And Azariah, the chief priest from the house of Zadok answered him and said, Since the people began to bring the offerings into the house of the Lord, we have had enough to eat and have plenty left. For the Lord has blessed his people and what is left of this great abundance. Okay, so here um, the people were giving more than enough. And at, you know, at that time, and, you know, in the tabernacle. So Moses, at the time of Moses, had asked for offerings as well. And um, had asked, actually, uh, for the offerings to stop. And that's the only recorded time when um, the offerings were, were, were asked to stop. Because the people uh, were actually bringing in too much. So, um, so this is how these people were actually being blessed because, you know, when you give, that's, um, a known fact, when you give, God actually blesses and God blesses in spiritual blessings. Verse 10 goes on to read, bring all the tithes into the storehouse and, um, that there may be food in my house and 
try me now in this says the lord of hosts if i will be if i will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessings that there will not be room enough to receive it so again like i said we're not under the tithe system that's in the times of the law um to you know we are as we are not what you know uh, we are not under the tithe system today as this is not what actually god is requiring of believers today so there are many humble believers today with very little income that a tenth would be too much for them to actually give uh it would be too much for them and there are also others that god has blessed that can give more than the tenth more than the tithing system so the tithe is more of a yardstick to measure oneself by how they will give god so that's what the tithing system is about and here that's even like he explained about the storm back in the day um you know in the churches they had extra rooms extra buildings and all um and these extra buildings were used as storehouses because um back then they gave based on produce and what they farmed so they had um they had a storeroom that's where they kept um you know the 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 grain and everything that they actually produced uh the fruit and things like that and um it was also instructed it had to do with um the offerings god gave part of the offerings to the priests that had to be eaten there and then um that had to be consumed there and then because um you know the climate there did not allow for um it to be stored it wasn't cold climate they didn't have like a cold box or a fridge so they had to have their their offerings there and then even in Nehemiah Nehemiah had to put out um the the pagan um uh, the what was his name Tobigan yes Tobigan who hated Christ who hated um sorry God um because he was uh the father-in-law because the high priest actually of the church of the synagogue of the temple temple had married uh the son had married um his son had married the daughter of the high priest of the um, temple and they had given him one of the rooms because the storerooms was not filled up and that was the storeroom that's been talked about here that they had storerooms so the storeroom had not filled up because people were not giving so they let out one of the rooms to him and when um Nehemiah came back he found that one of the storerooms was occupied and Nehemiah cleared it out he put out all the furniture and um asked the um, this um Tobigan to actually leave so that's the storeroom here that's talked about so tithe is you know it's a yardstick of how much we can actually give because if i remember um one of the um stories in the old testament um the statements from the lord jesus christ was you know when he was watching um how people were given there was an old woman who gave um um some copper coins a copper coin she gave with all her heart and this is how god wants us to give god wants us to give with our hearts you know if you're not in it don't give at all 
that's the best advice that Dr. Jamie McGee can give to Christians. You know, you're better off not giving at all because God won't accept it. You never gave it from all your heart. People tend to want to give uh, for the sake of show. And that um, people can actually see them and they can feel good about themselves. But we ought to give from our hearts. And tithe should be like a yardstick that measures, you know, how much we are actually giving. We want blessings. Um, <clears throat> we should give. So um, tithe is a yardstick to measure uh, oneself by. Verse 11 goes on to read. And I will rebuke the devourers for your sakes. So um, it goes on to read, so that he will destroy the fruit, so that he will not destroy, sorry, the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fall to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. So here, when they were generous with God, um, he actually said, I will open up the heavens and pour out the blessings. And here he says, I will rebuke the devourers. So the devourers here, in this instance, he means the locusts. So judgment comes from God. And the locust is one of the symbols of God's judgment. So judgment comes from God on a nation today. So when they reject God, God, um, you, you actually see God's judgment. And, you know, their vineyards will produce abundantly. That's what um, this verse basically means. So verse 12 reads, And all the nations will call you blessed, for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. So when they were right with God, they became a blessing to the other world nations. So, um, you know, and when you're right with God, you're honest with God. So honesty with God makes them a blessing to other nations. And, um, if we turn to the book of Zechariah chapter 8, verse 13, and we had just been in the book of Zechariah, um, let me just quickly turn to... Zechariah. Yeah, so Zechariah <clears throat> chapter 8, verse 13 reads, And it shall come to pass that just as you were a curse among the nations, O house of Judah and house of Israel, so I will save you, and you shall be a blessing. Do not fear. Let your hands be strong. So here, this actually looks, um, this statement, it looks towards the future. It looks forward to a future day when they will be a blessing to the world. And this is when they return to God and they are humble and honest. Um, verse 13 goes on to read, that's um, of, Malachi, your words have been harsh against me, says the Lord. Yet you say, what have we spoken against you? So now here, 
we have the eighth and that's the last so we've had seven sarcastic um, statements and now here we have the eighth and last sarcastic statement they actually make to God in response to God's question so they are saying you know they have this feigned ignorance um, and they just pained and all like by God's question so they are saying in other words that they don't recall what they have been saying against God verse 14 goes on to read you have said it is useless to serve God what profit is it that we have kept his ordinance that we have walked his, as mourners before the Lord of hosts so God puts it out he spells it out to them he puts it out on the line for them so they are saying that of what good is it for them to actually serve God it's you know an empty thing because they're forgetting all the blessings they've had in the past they're saying you know where has God been we went into captivity and all all these things so they're saying it's an empty thing which for them it was as um, a lot of them as their hearts were not in it and God had not blessed them and so they actually blamed God for their situation but God wasn't to blame they were to blame. They're the ones who turned away from God. God never turned away from them. So all the outward religion is not good. It's the condition of um, people's hearts today. It's the condition of our hearts and our relationship to God, to the Lord Jesus Christ. So um, verse 14, let me just read again. It reads, You have said it is useless to serve God. What profit is it that we have kept his ordinance and what we have walked as and that we have walked as mourners before the Lord of hosts? So, um, you know, these people, were, in other words, were saying as far as the Lord is concerned, it, um, you know, it, it, it was empty for them to actually worship him and the problem was with them and not with God because they were saying, you know, why should we worship God? You know, after all, we don't see any blessings and all, you know, we do this every day. We follow the rituals, we go to the temple, we sacrifice, we offer sacrifices. And this is the condition of a lot of people today because they don't do it from their hearts. They do it. A lot of people just follow religion. They don't uh, worship Lord Jesus Christ, you know, um, with um their hearts um they're not honest with um god they just do it for the sake of you know feeling you know less guilty and better about themselves i can go to church i can do that and this you know they are we have a lot of people practicing churchianity today verse 15 goes on to read so now we call the proud blessed for those who are wicked are raised up they even tempt God and go free. So here, um, you know, these people, they, they um, and that's what's happening today as well. They contempt God and get by with sin. That's what they think. That was in that day. And it actually looked that way. And Habakkuk actually found out that God was moving in the life of the nation and was going to judge them. Because Habakkuk questioned and said, you know, God, why aren't you doing anything? Because today now the pri proud are actually 
called blessed. You know, they're blessed. And the wicked are getting by with a lot of things. What's God doing? And then God's felt it out for them. And God said, he's moving in judgment. And Habakkuk, you know, rescinded back and said, yeah, God is actually uh, moving in judgment. Verse 16 goes on to read, Then those who feared the Lord spoke to one another, and the Lord listened and heard them. So a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear the Lord and who meditate on his name. So here there was a remnant that actually loved God in that day and they met and uh, one another, they spoke to one another and they feared God and the Lord actually heard. So it may look like God's not moving, but God has a plan and program and purpose if you follow and read his word. Only then do you understand what God's plan and purpose is. You know, the world today, it may seem, you know, the proud are doing great and the wicked are just prospering and getting by with a lot of things. But that day of judgment, of reckoning is coming. You know, today, a lot of people, we tend to have a lot of questions and ask why do the wicked prosper and not get judged, but their day of reckoning is coming. God has never deterred from his program and purpose. And this is our teaching for today. Thank you all for listening in. God bless you all and have a pleasant day. Bye-bye.